Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Monday. It is March 2nd. I have a story to share with you. Oh, I'm so about excited. About Spirit Airlines. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Bought a ticket with Spirit Airlines, and I must have incorrectly filled out my profile um, when buying my ticket that I accidentally put female instead of male. Mm -hmm. And then I had to add on one carry-on bag because my bag does not count as a personal item. It does not fit within the dimensions that I need it to fit. Um, so I went ahead and bought my carry-on bag as per goodness of my heart. Mm -hmm. And when I called the customer service airline... Um, uh, the guy that I got, uh, he starts laughing um, when he asked for my profile, my uh, ID number or whatnot from the airline. And I was like, um, and he said, um, uh, we have your gender listed as female, um, but you have such a low voice. Um, would you like to change it to male <laughs> or <laughs> would you like to stay as female? <laughs> <laughs> And I was just thinking, wow, like, that is very, very dangerous right now. I, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> like, man, they, they got real lucky that I laughed along with them. I was like, oh, I must have messed up my profile. <laughs> I am Jeez. male. Thank you very much. And I don't even know what his name was. Um, yep, what an uncomfy situation. But uh, could you just imagine, like, ooh, that is, that is... That's that's some danger right there. They're that just is. walking on some eggshells right there. Yeah, Spirit well, Airlines, get your customer service training going here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also what like why it's such dangerous territory because people really don't like he didn't care. He he was like making fun of the situation. He, he but, starts like, laughing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, you have yeah. such a low voice. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, that just makes me. Which I was flattered. I really do have a low voice. You really do. It's the only reason why I'm with you. <laughs> why do you think this relationship is long distance? Huh? 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 Oh, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Today's music. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Chatbox Podcast. <laughs> today's music is called With You by Vexento. Thank you. Enjoy. Nice. Okay, let's actually roll that yeah, music Yeah, roll now. it. Go right into it. Hello everyone, Paul and Nate here. Welcome, Welcome to, to Chatbox. This week we are discussing toxic behavior, toxic toxic people, relationships, and toxic and people, relationships, toxicity, toxic, um, the pH and acidic values mm -hmm. in relationships. High acidity, mm -hmm. like a lemon. It's very lemon toxic. people. Lemon people. <laughs> Don't be a lemon person. Don't be a lemon person, people. Today we're going to be talking about being a lemon person. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, do you do you inhabit any lemon qualities? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Not lemon wrong. Qualities. You're not wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. I actually um, buy lemon juice and I put it in my water because it. Incentivizes really? me to drink more water because it actually tastes some, like something, really? rather than just plain yucky water. <gasps> Is that for real? Yeah, you can buy lemon juice from Miter for one ninety nine a bottle. And <laughs> you it's don't a really like, big bottle. You don't like water? 
<laughs> I do like water. I just like lemon <laughs> juice more than water. And I'm more incentivized to drinking more water if it tastes like lemon. <laughs> That's fascinating. I'm almost opposite. Like, I know well, lemon water is healthy, especially, like, lemon tea. That's supposed sure. to, like, clear everything for you. But mm. I'm way more likely to drink water if it just tastes like water <laughs> than anything wow. else. Fascinating. I know. Interesting, That's right? Really revolutionary. Thank you. It's like different <laughs> things work for I don't know different people. I what? yeah. I just I know this. That's unbelievable. <laughs> this is the world we live in. <laughs> um, so we're gonna for me, talk it's about just a yeah. taste thing. But oh, yeah, anyways, go ahead. What are we talking thing. about? Yeah, today, we're, Paul? we're gonna Sorry, talk about I'm, toxic. I keep cutting you off. This must be toxic behavior. I think it is actually. It's terrible, isn't it? It's, when it's I just a form. Keep talking over you. <laughs> How does or this just, make you feel? Or it's just you I really being just a guy. I really just want to hear Ooh. how you feel about me just talking over you. <gasps> I don't know. It's not any different than normal life, so <laughs> 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 I guess I feel fine about it. I okay. guess. Okay. I'm I'm blinking twice Whoa, in case anyone DM'd us. Blink twice. Don't if paint you need me help. as the bad guy here. <laughs> I'm a very nice and civil and respectable person. Do you think between both of us, who do you think would be the psychotic one? You. Me? Yeah. Me? I think okay. it would be you. Define psychotic. I like the one that just like goes crazy, like snaps. Hmm. I'm already chaos embodied. Like there's that's, that's no why further you're more prone to snapping. There's no further that I can go, and I've been gliding <laughs> over this lifestyle for years. <laughs> when was the last I time think... I acted in a psychotic manner? <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying as well. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're gonna snap. <laughs> okay. I think. Because you're very rigid. You live a life that's like black and white. Would you explain the children's yeah. book again to me? <laughs> yeah, I will explain the children's book Nate and I were talking earlier you. about this children's book. Go ahead. Once upon a time, in my childhood, the, the right way to be raised, there was a book about Mother Hen asking all the other farmyard animals if they would like to help Mother Hen in creating or baking a pie. Mm-hmm. And... None of the other animals say they want to, and none of the other animals help Mother Hen. And so Mother Hen <laughs> goes ahead and makes the pie all by herself. Mm-hmm. Now, in the good old days, Mother Hen, she cooks her pie, she has her pie, and all the other farmyard animals come come just strolling right up and by the good smell of the good crisp apple pie. They're like, oh, I want pie. And then Mother Hen says, did you help make my pie? And all the other animals are like, no, we didn't. And so Mother Hen was like, that's right, bitches. It's my pie. And she doesn't share the pie. Wow. Now, unfortunately, that was that was the good old days, right? That's that's that was the right way to receive the story about Mother Hen. He's already pie talking making. like someone, like a ticking time bomb. Like he's now, gonna snap. The, the incorrect way that Mother Hen is now turning is that Mother Hen makes the pie, and even after all the barnyard animals come and say, "I want pie," Mother Hen says, "Did you help make the pie?" They all say no, but then Mother Hen all sympathetic because of these lazy 
farmyard animals who probably do no other chores on this farm, um, she gives uh, the pie to these farmyard animals regardless, which that's, that is psychotic. That's the definition of psychotic. <laughs> I don't know. I remember reading this book as a child, and I remember yeah. I remember thinking, like, it was, like, a harsh lesson to learn, but, like, also, it's, like, from the perspective of the, the animals, like, mm. you can't expect someone to give you something if, if you're not willing right. to meet them halfway, or, you know, so, be giving yeah, sure. towards them. So, I get it from that perspective, but also from the new perspective, it's kind of, like, if someone hurts you in the past, like, or not even hurts you, like not assisting someone obviously like that is like a bit of a, mm-hmm. a, a snub if right. if you have the, the capabilities right. to help someone but i also think that like mother hen serves as a really great example in terms of how to treat people you mm-hmm. know like to just give them like unconditional well not unconditional but all like, right mother hen here we go we're gonna put you on the <laughs> chopping block then i feel like everyone should Here's strive to be mother hen fun story. in the in the second book mm-hmm. but in the first book everyone should strive for that equilibrium of helping each other out i don't all know all right mother hen we are living together you and i and or um, me and mother hen we're, we're both or you and mother rent. hen yeah, we're splitting rent. So you and I are splitting rent. Me and Nate yeah. with Mother mm-hmm. Hen. <laughs> no, no, no. You you are Mother Hen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're splitting rent. And uh, I decide I don't want to work anymore, and I don't want to pay rent anymore. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you. Are you still going to let me live there regardless? I mean, <laughs> legally you signed a lease, and we had some sort of agreement in which you would mm-hmm. pay rent, so I could legally bind you to that. So are you still going to let me live there if I don't pay rent? (laughs) I mean, it depends on our conversation. There's many ways that it could go. (laughs) Like if I'm legally binding you to pay rent, then yeah, because you're you're still paying rent. Law doesn't mean anything these days. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, says the criminal justice man. (laughs) <laughs> the black and white boy. Um, so let's get into <laughs> our actual topic here. Let's not. I enjoyed this one so much more. This one is very entertaining. You didn't answer my question. Do I get to stay living with you or not? Or do you kick me out? Do you give me the boot? <laughs> do you do you agree to pay or do I have to get like lawyers involved? Either well, way, no, you're staying because you're on anymore. the lease. I just want free pie. <laughs> I, either way, you're staying because you're going to squat. Okay, in the farmyard world... People don't have these leases and contracts that state if you don't help make the pie, you don't get any of the pie. Now, if they were, you know, contractually obligated to this lease or this contract, then fair world. Mother Hen still doesn't give them the pie because they didn't help make the pie. So, so wait. So in this world, you can get away without paying rent? Well, no, I'm saying in the barnyard world, there was no contracts, so you're not allowed to use that reason. Um, it's just more of an ethic thing. Ethically, would you let me still live in the apartment if I do not pay rent? Would I have to pay rent? There's so many Someone's things. Someone's got to. There's Someone so has many to things. make the I'd have, to, I'd have to bring in a new roommate. Yeah. So, like, sure, yeah, you can still live there, but, like, for sure another roommate's going to be living with us, and I'm definitely going to prioritize them and their needs over yours. 
babysitter. So if I'm they're like, who's the roommate who's the hobo? does pay rent, we'll get the pie, but I still won't get the pie. I mean, I'll, I'll try and be good to you, but like also, <laughs> you've got to meet me halfway here. Yeah, but what if I don't meet you halfway? Let's say it goes into six months of me not paying rent. Gosh, I think we'd have to, like, we'd break up before then. <laughs> and then I really wouldn't have any... <laughs> Reason to keep me around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I wouldn't get any of the pie then. Yeah, but it's also... So you give out the first slice for free, that's what you're saying. But then the second slice you do have to pay for. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like, it's yeah. giving people a chance, but... I think everyone can has the right... If you want to give other people a chance, everyone has the right to decide how many chances they want to give. Like, that's a volunteer thing to decide for yourself. I don't think anyone else can decide that. And I if you want to be the person that decides if you don't make the pie, you don't get any of the pie. That's uh, okay, And that's too. also your right. That's fine. Yeah. No, I agree, actually. You know what? Yeah. I'm glad we continued this conversation. This is very Great. healthy. So let's talk about the American now let's taxation talk about the un- system. No, okay. This let's talk about like unhealthy pie. Pie. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> Get out. So let's talk about what our actual topic is, toxic behavior. Okay. We have a couple of things listed down, the first of which, which I think is mm-hmm. most common, gaslighting. Okay. Which is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows a seed of doubt in a targeted individual, making them question their own memory, perceptions, or judgment, often invoking... Mm-hmm. Um, in them cognitive dissonance and other changes such as like low self-esteem so Hmm. yeah this behavior could be like blatant lying denial we have have to cite where we got this definition projection i have to cite it you can just google search it are you not going to cite anything is it your definition just google search it is the definition of gaslighting (laughs) What? It's the definition of, according to who? Everyone has different definitions. Google search it. Okay. According to Google search, this is the definition <laughs> oh of gaslight. Is this from Wikipedia? Is this from It's Google? not Wikipedia. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, I looked it up while I was now? peeing <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Someone who defined that is going to sue us now. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So gaslighting. Um, <clears throat> I feel like this is most common in like manipulation manipulators because they like Mm. blatantly lie deny confuse or project which is pretty easy like i've been in a situation where like you know you buy groceries and Mm -hmm. you like didn't buy something that they pretended they had asked you for and so they're like why Mm. didn't you buy it and then they use it as like like do you hate me like how you're mistreating Mm. me blah blah blah, all this stuff and then like you become like this bad guy very sudden for like something that i probably never does this mean you don't love me exactly because you didn't buy it exactly and that like they never even asked right or um or you told them that you couldn't buy it or whatever and they still are like they take it as like a fence or something or you know like say you have like some sort of schedule and um the kitchen isn't clean so you like Mm. confront them on their their thing and they were like oh i told you earlier that like i couldn't do it this week and that i would make it up next week like blah 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 didn't you like get my da 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 or you know just like making you like always kind of seem like the bad guy and like makes you question Mm -hmm. your own reality like i feel like this is very common in like fights (laughs) Yeah. No, sure. It's always easier to blame someone else than it is to take ownership of how you perpetuated the issue that you're both involved in. Yep. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, 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 yep
toxic behavior, obviously manipulation, which is a form of gaslight or vice versa. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation. Um, mm. Conditional love is another form of yeah. manipulation. You can take this one. Sure. So let's pretend you're a donut. Are you a whole donut? <laughs> I'll or take you this a, one back. <laughs> a donut ring with an empty space in it? Because if you're a donut ring with an empty space in it, all you're looking for is a donut hole to fill your donut ring so you can be a whole donut. The only issue is um, if you don't have a whole donut and you have a empty void on the inside, um, then that means you will probably be looking for external forms to fill your donut hole. Um, and so that might be people pleasing, that might be um, alcohol and drugs, that might be addictions of any sort, might be binge eating, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or in this case, um, people pleasing, if you're in a relationship, um, that will only give you quote unquote conditional love, but you need that love because you're not a whole donut yet. You got an empty hole in your donut. Um, you feel like you get a donut hole to fill your hole um, because uh, that other person is giving you love. The only issue with that is that that turns into codependency. And then whenever you become codependent on another relationship, it hurts that much more uh, or inhibits your life that much more because now you're acting out of the needs and love of another human being, not out of the needs and love of yourself. So I'll take this one back. Um, <laughs> if you what watch, wrong with that? If you watch The Bachelor, perfect. a perfect example is Victoria F. Or no, 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 sorry. A perfect example is actually Peter being given oh, an ultimatum Peter. by Madison. She, so this, so The Bachelor has like fantasy suites at the end where like they get to spend time in a mm -hmm. room alone without cameras mm -hmm. for the first time. And um, <laughs> Madison, one of the, one of the top three right now, mm -hmm. just gave peter the bachelor um basically an ultimatum where she was like if you sleep with any of these other girls like i'm mm. leaving the show kind of but she didn't like actually give him an ultimatum mm. but she kind of did mm -hmm. and it's it, like you got into the show knowing that this was like something you'd have mm. to compromise on you know what i'm well, saying well here's the thing though is it necessarily um con uh, is it is, necessarily uh, conditional or is it just like holding uh, standards thing, for though. yourself Right, right. You know, like, I don't want to be, as an individual, as a person, as a human being, I don't want to be sleeping around with anyone else who's sleeping around with tens of other people, right? Um, yes, you do. <laughs> no, kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> and so, like, I don't think it's necessarily conditional. Like, you have a standard for yourself. Uh, it's a deal breaker. Out of your four corners of healthy relationships exercise, you got to define your deal breakers, your mm -hmm. bonuses, your tolerables, and then also must-haves. Um, it would be a deal breaker for me if I was um, with someone who was sleeping with other people because that could be you know, a violation of my own health, but then also a violation of my own trust um, mm -hmm. and loyalty. You know, like those are things that I value to myself. And so... I think it depends, right? I didn't actually see this, but I can understand from her perspective. If she's doing it to try to control him, then that's terrible. If she's doing it to try to protect herself or uh, protect her own values, then that's fine. And then I think from there, it's just a conversation between the two to decide, uh, does Peter... Um, 
you know, uh, agree with said uh, condition. And then mm-hmm. if he doesn't, then that's that. And then if he does, then fantastic. Um, I mean, I think it's one thing if she's trying to say, like, um, like, well, like I'm gone thing, though, if you sleep with them or well, whatnot, the, you know? I mean, like, yeah, she, like, slided around it. She didn't really Context say Context matters. So that's, that's like, another thing, too, because she didn't actually set... Well, number one, mm. you got into the show knowing that fantasy suites were a thing. So automatically... I did not you, know like, fantasy suites were a thing. You didn't know that, but Madison did. Hmm. So you automatically... So I'm never going to go you, on The Bachelorette you then. Know, <laughs> you know that that's, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. something that, like, their standards are up for, you know? Oh, man. Do you think they try harder just because it is a competition? Yes. What if, what if they then, try harder then? And, and then, then they giving get together, that, like, then the ultimatum. And also not using real communication either. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't actually give an ultimatum, but she kind of, like, acted like she did. Form of gaslighting. Form of gaslighting. Is it necessary? Okay, I think gaslighting has the intent to put down the other person. If they're, if it's just holding uh, an individual standard of your own, like, I don't think that's necessarily gaslighting. Like, I think individual I'm, standards are good, mm-hmm. but, like, you can't change those standards very suddenly when, like, you didn't bring them up before. Like, if you and I had started this but relationship as, like, a polyamorous <sighs> thing, mm-hmm. and then very suddenly you were like, hey... Uh, you're sleeping with other people and this is, like, not cool. That mm. would be, like, you need to stop, otherwise I'm leaving. That would be, like, an unhealthy, like, very sudden form of, like, conditional love or, like, manipulation. You know mm. what I'm saying? So is or that vice- how it works then? When you date on the first date, you have to define all of your values right <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I think you just have to need, you need to have Is that the only way to do that <laughs> correctly then? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, things change in a relationship, though, too. And that's true, you know? but then you can, like, bring it up as, like, a how do you feel about becoming monogamous, you know? Maybe on the first date, you should have a written contract. These are all of my values and standards. I want six kids. Four of them will be our own. Two of them will be adopted. Here's also an additional clause. If you ever cheat on me, I'm breaking up with you, but you had to pay child support for eight kids at minimum. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because mommy needs some money for herself give me the, that contract <laughs> like is that what first dates are supposed to be then? <laughs> no i mean but they should be like you should be on the same but they should like when be. you and when you asked me to be your girlfriend uh-huh or you know even before them when we just had started dating i was very clear i was like this does not mean we're boyfriend and girlfriend this does not mean that i'm like tied down this does not mean which i appreciate <laughs> yeah that's fine exactly exactly mm-hmm. and then we like we're like, okay, we're, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, and we're monogamous. Right. And I even brought up, like, being polyamorous at first. I was like, do you want to, like, while we're long I don't think distance? that was, mm, yeah, nope. I'm a good communicator. I'm not a toxic person. <laughs> I'm just chaotic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> conditional love. I would also say, like, conditional love is, like, um, someone who will not validate you unless you're doing things that they value. So like, I feel like conditional love is very important in like romantic situations or familial, like parent to child. It's very toxic in relationships. Yeah. Extremely toxic because you become like, you you have to become a people pleaser or you like lose this person that you really value. Right. So moving on. Codependency is obviously 
self toxic i think it's not like something you would find in like well i guess like it would also be toxic in a relationship like if you were codependent on me Mm -hmm. for like emotional support and attention Mm -hmm. and self-esteem like i feel like that's something that like other people can can accommodate but i can't (laughs) but you can't because i'm the (laughs) i'm the codependent one I think, like, you're the codependent one. That's why. <laughs> you have to protect your own codependency. <laughs> exactly. I think I the big thing. Me. Um, That's a lie. That's a joke. I'm completely I don't, confident I, no. in myself. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Uh, it's an individual value. Something, like, I know just from dating is that, like, I don't want to be in a relationship where my role is the de- to be the designated therapist, you know, like mm-hmm. don't get don't get wrong. Like I, I I'm all for supporting someone else that you're in a relationship with. I'm all for or supporting you know people I value that are close to me. Um, but uh, uh, you know, thinking about like what you want out of your, um, you know, for example, like a romantic relationship. Um, if you're not getting all of your values or needs met, uh, but the other person is because you're being the, the quote unquote therapist or the designated support person, that kind of thing. I guess like that's also going back to the pie scenario. You got to decide how much of your pie you're willing to give up mm-hmm. um, to maintain homeostasis in the relationship. You know exactly. And some people, some people are natural caregivers. It gives them like right. a, a sense of um, fulfillment Role, to do that. Purpose. Yeah, so that's like uh, do fine they do that, if you though, have because like they're not whole an donuts. overflow of pies. Maybe they do it, though, because they, they don't might... feel whole within themselves, oh, and that's God. how they get their external validation. Oh, that's how they get their donut holes in life. It's too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about verbal abuse now. Do they actually care, <laughs> or do they do it for themselves, you know? Yeah, that's a good... Honestly, it's a great question. Yeah, I mean, I guess, it like, it depends. Like, there, there's probably both. Like, the person who can give because they just mm. have so many pies, and it's, like, not really... Right. Affect it doesn't really affect them to like care give right. that much, so they do it. And then there's probably also the people who have a ton of pies but like give it out because they need that validation. There's probably it's like both. doing big donations. Do you actually care about the charity you're donating to, or are you just doing it because you're rich and you have lots of money and it makes you feel good? Bom, bom, bom. But you also know. definitely 100% continue to donate to charities. <laughs> well, no, you can it, feel though, good about yourself. Money feel doesn't real good. Fix everything though. I don't know. I saw this uh, Netflix episode. Um, it was from this series called Easy. They do all these short stories about um, just like modern day relationship issues and that kind of thing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this girl uh, is raised in a very well-off family. Um, and in spite of her parents, they force her to go to church because she did some no-nos with her boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, up in her bedroom uh, in the home, and I think Dad walked in on him or something because Dad had the day off <laughs> or was sick. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> so they force her to start going to church every single Sunday uh, before she goes to college, and in spite of her parents, she decides to take the church thing like 500%, oh. and part of you know the Christian church is to donate be good, you know, give to others uh, things that you don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. So she starts, like, letting homeless people into their house and giving them all of their own clothes and letting them shower and eat food in the kitchen. Um, she takes her college savings, like $48,000 worth, and donates it to the church that her parents saved up for her to use for college. Oh, crap. Whoa. Um, and uh, what was funny about this is that she does this huge contribution to the church, and then like a week later she goes back to the church, 
and she uh, asked the pastor. Well, no, the parents oh. asked for it back, but the pastor won't give it back. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Um, but uh, the the church that used it to um, remodel, like some like the backdrop or like the atrium or uh, like the pastor's like office or something like that in the church, rather than mm-hmm. use it to you know buy more food for the homeless or something like that, right? Right. Um, and she finds this out and she gets very very upset because. She actually became invested in helping the world and making the world a better place. And here's this pastor spending this money for his own personal gain and making his church look better rather than helping the people who actually need it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she gets upset, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought about that. Money doesn't always fix everything. It just sometimes perpetuates the same issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, uh, you know my feelings about religion. Anyway, <laughs> so... We were talking about... So, yes, what, what were we talking about? Verbal abuse now? <laughs> Verbal abuse. Verbal abuse. I mean, it's it all stems from personal unhappiness, insecurity, narcissism, sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, you don't have something or you feel jealous or whatever, so you attack other people to make you feel better. Um, yeah, so sometimes... If you're a donut with a hole in it and you don't feel whole yourself, you take a way other... of making you feel whole, you project your emptiness and put it out onto other people. So you call people bad names because truly you're not actually happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. try and take other people's holes. Donut away. holes. Donut holes yeah. Away whatever. And, you, and you try to take away their donut holes, make them feel bad. But... When it, when it comes, you know, to the end of it, you don't actually change as an individual. You just yeah. become a really mean person. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this, yeah, it can come out as, like, negativity and complaining, too. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's toxic. Or yeah. being judgmental or hypocritical. Like, yeah. if it's okay for you to do something but not someone else. Um, right. Also a sense of, like, being self-centered, lack of empathy. Right. Uh, verbal abuse is good. Physical abuse, obviously, that's toxic. Get out. Careful. Um, I'm not even going to spend time on that. Any abuse, any abuse is terrible. Yeah, get out. Uh, we also, a fun thing that we could talk about is like toxic masculinity and femininity. Mm, Sure. So these are gender roles in the world. There's a common unknown fact, uh, gender and sex are completely different. Gender is the, the, the gender role that you kind of identify with, whereas sex Mm. is your actual, um... It pertains to your like sexual organs, basically, and that's why, mm. that's why all the, the um, trans stuff gets kind of confused. I think people are confused when mm. like someone keeps their sexual or sexual organs, but like identifies as what their sexual organs don't necessarily usually correlate with. Mm. So. I think it's difficult for me to understand that distinction just simply because. Um, I don't identify as something that doesn't match within the cisgender norms of, you know, being like a straight male who's mm-hmm. heterosexual. No, I don't um, think you'll ever be able to identify. Because... Well, no, no, I'm not saying I wouldn't be able to identify. It's just like, I just don't think I'd ever be able to understand um, those complexities, if that makes sense. Now, Nate, <laughs> everything can be understood through communication and research. So well, we're going to have a talk like... about this afterward. <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm everyone. I'm going to Is that <laughs> you don't him. know the whole experience unless you're in the shoes yourself. Does exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. 
you can't like fully empathize, but you can sympathize. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, a little bit more about like toxic masculinity and femininity are people who who tag on to these gender roles and like refuse to expand or explore other things that are typically the opposite. So we hear like toxic masculinity all the time. So like something for an example, I was just I was on TikTok and I was watching this video of someone who wanted to use this like lip thing which I guess it like makes your lips kind of puff out a little bit Hmm. more and so this this guy was like hey I'm doing it I'm gonna like put this on try it on like do it with me and the Mm. guy was like absolutely not like completely like and not because he wasn't interested or wanted to like Mm -hmm. see it done it was because he was like too masculine to like use this lip thing so that's like a way that like your role Mm. can get in the way ah uh, you know okay, I'm going to have to agree to disagree here. Ooh, here we um, go. Because uh, it's not necessarily toxic if... Um, it's not toxic if you just don't want to do it. Yeah. But he didn't want to do it because of his masculinity. He was like, that's a girly thing. Like, I don't want to do that. But you don't know that, though. <laughs> But he said it's a girly thing. He was like, no, that's only for girls. Like, I don't want to do anything I mean, I don't think people should be blamed, though, that they don't want to do something because it's a violation of their own identity, you know? And I think that's the holistic issue, right? Um, Is that men are supposed to be Hmm. this way and women are supposed to be this way. And people who violate those standards will then receive societal um, and lawful, you know, negative consequences of that. Um, Like, as someone, for example... (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, back in the day... Negative consequences? Yeah, back in the day, sure, you know, like, um, um, well, I mean, not even that. Talk about, like, same-sex marriage, for example. Um, same-sex marriage was not a legal or valid thing um, uh, until Obama legalized it towards the end of his term, right? Um, like, it, it wasn't, like, a legal thing to I be mean, recognized. That's like, that's, like, a legit, like, legal thing. But, like, you can still love whoever you want. No, by all means. Obviously, there are going to be like social negative connotations because people are so rigid on these like masculine and feminine roles, right? And um, and but other what... <laughs> and other things. So I think like you can't blame people um, if they don't want to do something because it's a violation of how they identify as themselves, right? Uh, oh no, I would like to... if someone doesn't like swimming, I would never try and force them to go to a water park with me. Like, sure. does that make sense? Like, that's right. fine. I get that. But so like, in this case, though, if this guy doesn't want to do, quote unquote, what is a girly thing, he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. And it doesn't matter the reason, you know. Right. But that's like what we're that's like. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> what is the problem? Because like there that? are people who limit themselves because things are too girly and vice versa. Like only. But men. that's their own like, personal that's why choice. That's why, like, you'd see, like, you know, the, like, stereotypical, well, you know, like, the stereotypical, like, thing at recess, like, the girls go over and gossip and the boys Mm -hmm. play some sort of game. Sure. Like, women are typically, they're conditioned not to, like, play with the boys because they're, like, quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. rougher or whatever. And so you, like, learn not to do that because it's, like, it's a boy thing, quote, unquote. So you're right. limiting yourself. You're, like, creating right. your own glass ceiling because that's, like, the societal norm. 
um, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. But even if you are the type of girl that would like really want to play soccer, like people push you away from it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then you like condition yourself to like not want to play soccer with the boys and vice versa. Alternatively, like the boys who don't necessarily want to play soccer, they want to go talk with the girls or like talk or chat or like discuss something. Um, they're pushed more to like playing those games because it's well, like the more masculine thing to do because talking is I need to clarify unquote, my feminine. points. Right. Um, by all means, like if, if you're a boy at recess and you want to go talk with the girls, that is absolutely your right. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're a girl and you want to go play basketball with the boys, then that's also your right. There's no issue with that. I, I have no problems with choosing whatever you want to do as an individual so long as it doesn't impact other people negatively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm saying, like back to the TikTok example about the guy who doesn't want to um, use the lip pucker thing or whatnot, <laughs> um, even if it's because of his own decided reason, I don't want to do it because it's too girly or that kind of thing, like that's still his choice. Um, I don't think like no one else like, has a right to force him to do something he doesn't want to do if it's out of fear of violating his own um, gender identity or expression, if that makes sense, you know? Mm. Like, for example, um, drag. Drag? <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I would never do it, honestly. I would never do it. Um and, like, there's personal experience <laughs> behind it, like, being, a, like, a kid who was bullied. Um, like, I, oh, my God, this is so stupid. I was bullied because I liked a girl in middle school. Mm-hmm. And it brought a lot of attention to me. Uh, and that attention also came with all the other um, people who just wanted to get in my business and push my buttons and just be mean to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I never did anything back because I'm a nice kid. Um, but then after a while, like, I started internalizing that myself. Um, and it's just funny because, like, I didn't even do anything deviant out of my own gender role. I just did something deviant um, or word got out that wasn't popular for uh, a boy to like a girl in middle school. You know, drama, drama, and all that because whatever. Just because kids are young and stupid and naive and don't know what love is. Um, but, like, <laughs> you do something deviant, and because of that deviant thing outside of your own gender role or gender identity, there are consequences. And, like, for example, um, like, I've been on that receiving end of doing something, quote-unquote, deviant. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now I know, like, okay, that is a possibility. Now, it's my legal right to do anything I want to do, right? So mm-hmm. if I want to pucker up my lips using the Lip Pucker 2000 from your TikTok video, I can do that, right? Um, right. But if I also know that there are negative consequences to it, you know, societally, and, like, I do my own risk uh, analysis and decide are the consequences worth the action and I choose I don't want to do it even if it is out of fear of said consequences. Exactly. Um, and I think that's I the like right to the toxicity that. of it. Like there are these consequences number 1 and then also mm-hmm. that people fear these consequences. That's like the problem. So it's like an I don't overall think the thing. problem is fearing the consequences. I think the problem is that there are consequences to begin with. I think um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That there are consequences to begin with. And then also that those, like, fears keep you from situations. Because, like, obviously those are all social consequences, right? But these two guys were, like, hanging out in their, like, living room. Like, it was a private thing. Like, they didn't have to share it with anyone. It wasn't private, though. It was on TikTok. (laughs) Well, then it was. (laughs) But then also, like, there's so much... Like, no one wants to... I mean... I don't know. It's just like a thing of insecurity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not attractive Mm -hmm. to not put on the lip stuff because, like, you're too much of a man. Like, I feel like the the guy who, like, did put it on... (laughs) 
was like more masculine because like he's like not afraid to do that you know in the privacy of his own home and like it was something that he i don't know you know what i'm saying Okay, but for you, yes, I, I, I agree. You know, you have your own value and you can decide, like, independently if a man doesn't want to do something because he's too manly to do it or he's scared of being feminine. Um, that's that's your own personal choice. That's your own personal value, right? Uh, but you can't perpetuate that on well, top of like people, obviously. Well, it's like on women, obviously. too. Like, when they, when they, like... Have you ever seen, like, a woman, like, play dumb? Because she wanted sure. to, like, seem more attractive? As you know, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe, or, like, you know, be flirty or, or whatnot, they'll be like, sure. Or they'll, quote-unquote, like, be weaker. Like, I don't have a good example through hmm. through my life that I can recall. But, like, for example, like, you're playing ball with people and the girl, like, doesn't throw well on purpose or, like, pretends to be bad because they want to seem more feminine. If there's any games involved, I'm probably not paying attention, to be honest. I'm probably just playing the game. <laughs> but, oh, jeez. So why? Okay, so why why would she do that? Because she wants to appear more feminine. It's toxic femininity. Because she she wants to appear more feminine? Yeah. Mm. And she know. And she won't play right, or she won't, like, try to be better at the game because... She doesn't want to appear too masculine. Not I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying now? Is I think that a I'm trying. Yeah, I I think I understand. I think that's what a better example saying. overall. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. Mm, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand. I, I think don't. <laughs> maybe this we can like bleed this out to the the audience. Um, what are examples mm. of like toxic masculinity and toxic femininity? Please DM us at Chatbox Podcast. Um, Examples on of toxic Instagram. masculinity when mm-hmm. guys have to be rough around each other and they're not allowed to share their emotional feelings because it's seen not as masculine. Exactly. When guys have to have a certain body type to, to be quote unquote attractive. I think that's both for men and women. Um, and I think I would arguably say there's such a thing as toxic femininity as well, right? Oh, um, I would 100% say when other women that. judge other women for not being feminine or uh, when other women judge other women for not meeting quote unquote beauty standards mm. you know there are there are value systems in each gender on the binary spectrum that um people then start self-policing each other you mm-hmm. know um and then it also goes across the past though too you know yeah um talk about like weightlifting and having a nice body yada 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 um like when men want women to be slim and you know curvy or whatever, have certain body types, um, and women choose to do that because they think they'll be more valued that way, mm-hmm. or even vice versa. When women want men to have six pack abs and be shredded and veins <laughs> popping out, um, and it's just like you know the average man doesn't look that way though either. The only difference is that men aren't allowed to talk about their issues or problems uh, because if they do, uh, then other men will self police them and say. Um, that's not masculine. That's not what a man is. Exactly. Um, and that's, that's toxic, toxic masculinity, yeah. right? Yeah. You can be um, whoever you want to be. You can hold your own standards as we learned from Mother Hen. You can extend like a piece of your pie if you'd like. You can give out pies. Just make sure it's coming from a good, healthy place. Um, <laughs> and be a healthy person and don't gaslight people and like just have open communication and don't be passive aggressive and don't be petty oh. and you can just like be an adult like it's okay to be like funny and silly and make jokes but like let people know that it's a joke and that you seriously believe like the best of them or vice versa of yourself uh, 
those are my last minute thoughts. Any for me? Great. <laughs> I got no last minute thoughts. You have <laughs> to have a last minute thought. This is my like this is my conditional love. <laughs> Be good. That's it. <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> okay, so going on next week. Don't gaslight me and make me doubt my last short and simple and sweet thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next week we have a podcast party. Yep. Um, Paul, I'm going to let you choose the topic. I, I have two that Excuse we can pick me? from. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> did you well, hear yeah. Did you hear Really? <laughs> what? I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> I, I did hear that. Let me explain. You have two to pick from because there it's my go. podcast party. <laughs> Do you like how I did not like being put on the spot? Yes, I can choose from two. That's fine. Because I'm going to offer two, and I'm going to give you the choice to pick, because I'm being nice and cooperative and compromising right now and collaborative, rather than just me declaring what my podcast party will be. And I'm not. (laughs) Okay, yes, I can choose. Would you like a podcast party on A, how to be funny, or B, how to humble yourself? How to what? How to humble yourself. How to stay grounded. Oh, gosh. I need both. Um. Great. How to humble yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be masculine and just take charge. How to humble yourself. Great. How to stay humble. Good. How to stay humble, which is an Do ironic it. statement in itself. How to humble yourself. How to stay humble. How to yeah. stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Do it. I would love that. I think that's a juicy topic. Because humble people aren't actually humble. Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on our socials at Chatbox Podcast. DM us on any platform to see your questions or challenges featured in the show. Finally, if you would like to support this podcast, please leave a review of the show on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends. And with that... It's either going to be a great time or a great story. See you, see you next, next week, week on Chatbox. On Chatbox.